Hello and welcome to the Free Movement Podcast. I'm CJ McKinney. No sooner had the new year begun than we had an almighty political row about visas for touring musicians. It's been reported that the UK rejected a negotiating offer by the EU for visa-free tours by British artists because it didn't want to offer EU musicians the same arrangement. Now, there are all sorts of conflicting claims about which side's at fault and even whether this is actually a big deal for the industry uh, after all. And we're not going to resolve all those disputes on this podcast. But we, what we can speak about with some confidence is the rules for touring in the UK as a professional musician. And I say we can speak with confidence. I mean, my guest will speak with confidence. Uh, that is Gemma Tracy, an immigration solicitor from Latitude Law in Manchester. Hi, Gemma. Hi, CJ. Thanks for having me on to talk about this topic. Oh, thanks for coming. Um, and I wanted to get you on in particular because you and Gary McIndoe from Latitude wrote an article all about this subject on the website. And I was just interested, like, how did that come about that you wrote the article? Like, do, do you have a lot of foreign bands as clients or are you just sort of into music as, a, as an interest yourselves? A little bit of both, really. Um, both Gary and I are very compassion- um, passionate about live music. Um, going to gigs in around Manchester is something that we're both missing at the moment during the lockdown. We are specialist UK inbound immigration solicitors, so we also receive inquiries from musicians and other creative workers hoping to relocate to the UK. Um, and this is actually the reason why I wrote the article. Back in December, I participated in a live Q&A with a European um, mu- music organisation who were wanting to know more about EU musicians and managers coming to the UK from 2021 after after our departure from the EU. Oh, perfect. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to ask you about. So, you know, let's say you've got a, a band from an EU, an EU country, you know, a German rock band or whatever. They've been booked to play in the UK, uh, maybe a dozen gigs around the country. Uh, and previously, well, I suppose I should say that this hypothetical band will have to be playing when coronavirus is over, but whenever that <laughs> is, is allowed again. But I suppose a band like this, before Brexit, you've just come and do it. EU free movement, no visas needed. And what about now? Just in a nutshell, do you need a visa to tour in the UK these days? They may not need a physical visa in their passport, but our hypothetical German band would need to ensure that they can comply with our domestic immigration system. There's two options in relation to them undertaking a a tour in the UK. Um, They could potentially tour as visitors or they could secure admission as temporary workers under our points-based system. Okay, great. Well, let me take you through those two different options in turn. So visitors. So if you just get a normal visitor visa, standard visit visa that lasts up to six months, what can you do on that by way of touring gigs? So a standard, um, as a standard visitor, a musician can give performances either as an individual or as part of a group. They can take part in competitions or auditions. They can make personal appearances and take part in promotional activities. And they can also take part in cultural events or festivals, which are specified in the immigration rules as permit-free festivals. Okay. And so you've got the permit-free festivals and those activities that you mentioned, which are known as the permitted activities as visitors. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. But is that, can you be paid for those activities or is this only unpaid activities as, as a visitor? So with the exception of those participating in permit-free festivals, standard visitors cannot be paid for the activities that they're undertaking in the UK. So looking to our German rock band, 
if they wanted to use this standard visitor route, they could only kind of do a Battle of the Bands, audition for X Factor, unpaid performances. But there's this list of permit-free events where that rule doesn't apply and you can be paid to perform. Can you explain a little more about that list? So if a musician or an entertainer is coming to participate in one of those festivals that's that's listed, so for example, Reading or Leeds Festival, um, the performers can exceptionally be paid for their participation in the festival under the standard visitor route. And you said you don't necessarily need a physical visa. So again, if you're taking this unpaid permitted activities route, you know, even if you're a band with uh, equipment and hangers on, uh, could you, do, do you need to apply in advance for a visa or can you just turn up at Heathrow and say, we're here as visitors, let us in, please? They can just turn up. EU nationals and non-visa nationals can seek leave to enter as a standard visitor um, upon arrival to the UK. And as a standard visitor, they can either even enter through an e-passport gate at the airport. Okay, so that's easy. Uh, but that is unpaid activities on this, as a standard visitor. But then you also say in your article that there's a different type of visitor route called a permitted paid engagement. And musicians can also use that. So what's the difference between the permitted activities as a standard visa and a permitted paid engagement? So generally, like I mentioned, a standard visitor cannot receive payment for the activities undertaken in the UK. If the musician will be paid for the work and the work is not at a specified permit-free festival, they can still travel as a visitor, but they'd need to seek leave to enter as a visitor to undertake a permitted paid engagement. This is as opposed to seeking an entry as a standard visitor. Um, once again, the paid engagement will need to comply with our strict immigration rules and our rules outline what activities a visitor can undertake and which are acceptable for a permitted paid engagement. Um, applying this to musicians, a professional musician can come to the UK to carry out an activity which directly relates to their full-time profession. They must have been invited by a creative organisation, an agent or a broadcaster based in the UK and they will need to hold a formal invitation when they travel. Another key distinction is that if they are permitted to enter the UK, those travelling to undertake a permitted paid engagement will only receive leave to enter valid for one month, as opposed to the six months that a standard visitor would receive. Okay, so broadly speaking, if you're playing for free, you can do that for six months as a normal visitor. But if you're getting paid, it's this permitted paid engagement, and it's only up to a month. That's correct, yes. Okay, and, and as you mentioned, there's sort of a lot more it sounds like a lot more paperwork involved and you you said you need to get leave to enter so again does that mean you have to apply in advance for a physical visa or can you similarly to the unpaid route just turn up and say i'd like a permitted paid engagements uh visa please similar to the standard visitor route those undertaking a permitted paid engagement can seek leave to enter upon arrival to the UK, so they don't necessarily need a visa beforehand. However, unlike standard visitors, those undertaking a permitted paid engagement must see a border force officer on arrival and they cannot use um, the e-passport e gates. It's 
important to remember as well that those who are undertaking a permitted paid engagement, they do need that paper paperwork. So they need that formal invitation, um, which explains the engagement or the engagements they are hoping to undertake. And ideally, they need to prove that they are an established professional artist. Right. So you'll need to have your paperwork with with you to show the border guard if you're sort of taking that risk of, of asking to be let in at the border. Yes, and given that you do need paperwork and there might be a risk of being turned away for not having the right paperwork, it would maybe be advisable to apply in advance just so you know one way or the other rather than sort of take your chances with the immigration officer? They can do. Any visitor coming to the UK, do you know whether they're a visa national or not, can apply for leave to enter before travelling to the UK. Um our advice generally would be that it's it's not required, you know, you don't need to submit an application before travelling, but we'd maybe advise it if there's there's another problem, so a, kind of a, anything in their character or conduct or previous failure to comply with immigration laws. Um, but then again, I'd also advise to seek advice about, about the documents to make sure that, that the musician has the correct documents on them when they're travelling. Yeah, it's uh, without um, trying to uh, advertise ourselves too much. It's often worth seeking advice about immigration law, as as we know. How about the cost then uh, of the permitted paid engagement? Do you have to pay? If you're seeking leave to enter at the border, then no, it's free. What about? I suppose with the permitted paid engagements route, we're in the realm more of I suppose professional musicians, and they might have sound people and roadies or whatever the terminology is like support staff uh, who are part of their setup can they come in on this uh, permitted paid engagement visa as well no they wouldn't they wouldn't qualify um under the permitted paid engagement subcategory of, of the visit visa and um, they would qualify i think as standard visitors but obviously that's with the requirement that they're not paid in the uk okay so if you had a major act it sounds like you might be veering towards the other main option that you mentioned which is not a visit visa but a temporary work visa can you outline for me what that entails so the temporary worker visa is also known as the t5 category um, and this enables individuals to travel to the uk if they've been offered work as a creative worker and it is accepted that a musician is a creative worker to be eligible under the temporary worker category, the musician would need to secure something that's called a certificate of sponsorship from um, a sponsor in the UK who holds a sponsor license. This can potentially be issued by one sponsor, but depending on the length of the tour and the different sponsors involved, so in this case, potentially different venues, um, the musician may need to secure multiple certificates of sponsorship. Um, the temporary worker route can also cover kind of the musician's entourage. So it would cover kind of the sound guys and anyone coming to kind of help as well. Now, there are a lot of requirements um, under our points-based system, which is um, where the T5 category arises from. And there's also a maintenance requirement. So an applicant would need to demonstrate access to £1,270 unless the maintenance is certified by the sponsor. So is that 
a, a full-on visa application in advance rather than uh, asking a border officer when you arrive? So there's two options. Um, EU nationals would be able to travel to the UK and seek leave to enter upon arrival as a temporary worker, um, but they can only do that if the engagement is for less than three months. Alternatively, they can apply for entry clearance as a temporary worker before travelling to the UK. And even if it's less than the three months, you'd still need your uh, sponsor in place. And the, Absolutely. Yeah. Still need to comply with the requirements, would still need to travel with documents to confirm that, that those requirements are met. It seems like maybe this is more sort suited towards big professional musicians who don't who have sort of people to deal with all this paper, paperwork for them. Yeah, potentially, potentially. And I think a key consideration is to kind of who's paying the musician and kind of their, their entourage who's coming to the UK. Um, I mean, we generally recommend the temporary worker category if there's multiple paid engagements, which poten- potentially last more than 30 days. Um, so couldn't be covered by the permitted paid engagement visit visa. Unlike yourself, Jam, I'm a terrible uh i have a terrible head for music and i don't go to a lot of gigs and, and don't have much sense of, of how the industry works but like if, if you had a you know really uh marquee name touring the uk kind of hitting london manchester glasgow kind of uh, you know a major tour would that normally last longer than 30 days or would you know a month often be be long enough um i think that a month would generally be be long enough it depends kind of the venues that you know that they're that they're that they're that they're visiting but I'd imagine it would generally be covered by 30 days um I don't I'm, I'm not tour manager so I don't, yeah. I don't know how they how they arrange these things um but yeah absolutely no I'm, I'm uh, pushing you for for knowledge beyond your remit I realize um speaking of knowledge beyond your strict remit um the the reason this whole topic arose in the first place is because there's been a lot of interest in the situation uh, going the other way. So British artists wanting to tour the EU. Uh, there's been this row about um, them th- there being no deal for them in the Brexit trade agreement. Um, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because I was looking up wh- roughly what the rules are now for, for British acts touring the 27 countries of the EU. And the Association of British Orchestras uh, have a briefing and they say there, because there aren't EU wide rules on this, what you end up with is some EU countries have rules like the UK's. So you can kind of get away with your permitted paid engagements with no visa sometimes, but then other countries have work permit rules. And so you wouldn't need a visa. So it basically depends on which countries you're going and, and looking up the rules country by country. Is, is that uh, about right, do you think? So I only specialise in UK immigration law. So unfortunately, I don't know a great deal about the domestic immigration laws in the 27 EU member states. I do know that a Schengen visit visa exists and this permits certain business activities. So I do wonder whether this would cover a musician visiting another EU country or various other EU countries in the Schengen area. Yeah, it might be worth exploring, I suppose, that that Schengen aspect. But um, yeah, I suppose the fact that, I mean, I know the European Commission, um, when they were asked about this by NME, the music magazine, 
uh, they provided them with a spreadsheet um, showing the work permit rules country by country. And like each entry had a footnote explaining like the rules in more details and the French uh, rules were in French, uh, obviously, because they, they wouldn't translate it into English. So it's just stuff like that. You can, you know, from, from a kind of bureaucrat's point of view, it's like, oh, well, there's a spreadsheet. You can just consult it. But like as a gigging musician, you, you can just imagine like eyes glazing over at, at the thought of having to do research like that. It would be a nightmare, um, especially for the smaller bands you know, that are trying to make a name for themselves and trying to get out there. It just makes it so much more difficult for them. They don't have the support that you know the larger bands would have in in this regard. They they're, they're not going to know, and it's going to be difficult for them. I think. Yeah, like with anything else, the the uh, big players are probably going to be all right, but it's the, the smaller ones that will suffer. Um, there's a there's a big petition going around by. Uh, smaller British artists um, asking the government to negotiate some kind of EU-wide deal that would allow musicians to gig without this country-by-country work permit uh, issue. Uh, it's about a quarter of a million signatures and counting so far. Um, do you think that's a realistic possibility? Will, will we be able to kind of reopen negotiations on that front? I'd like to hope so, but I'd imagine it will requir- require a lot of negotiations going forward. Um so yeah, I'd like to hope. Hope is uh, often the best uh, the best thing we have uh, in this uh, immigration system. Of ours. Uh, thank you very much, Gemma. I think we can leave there. Gemma Tracy from Latitude Law. Thanks, CJ. If you're interested in this issue, you can read Gemma's article on the Latitude website. And just to round off the podcast, since speaking to Gemma, we've published another article on the Free Movement website that goes into more depth on the issues for British musicians playing in the EU, which we didn't get a chance to explore as much with Gemma. That article is by George Peretz QC, and he confirms that entering Europe as a musician isn't so much the issue, whether you get a Schengen visa or, or just come in using your passport is sort of neither here nor there. It's the work permit rules in each country that, that cause the problems. And he his article shows that the UK negotiators on the Brexit trade deal did propose something that would have assisted British artists, potentially, but only by classifying them as business visitors which isn't really what they are, sort of shoehorning them into that category. And meanwhile, the EU offer uh, was more wide-ranging. It would have involved a period of 90 days in which any paid work would have been allowed, but that was too rich for the UK's blood, essentially, because the government considered it uh, too much like free movement that we've just got rid of. Uh, they wanted something much more narrow and specific to uh, the music and creative industries. So that's broadly how we ended up where we are. And you can find that article and many others on immigration and asylum law on www.freemovement.org.uk. You can sign up for our free newsletters to read a decent amount of stuff for free or as a paid member to access the full range of articles, training materials and ebooks. Until next time, goodbye.